Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing the all-in diner for sale, and a little bit later we're going to be talking an Oklahoma way of life. I'm Brett. And I am Harley. So every now and again, we get lucky. We do. We do. We find a little diamond. We do. So Amber and I were, we were moving some stuff out to the storage facility for our camper. We have had some difficulty in the past finding a good restaurant. It's been in Ardmore. We think we've got some leads. Yeah, there might be a lead. We, We think we have some leads from the listeners. So we are, we are hopeful and we are planning another trip. Um, but we decided to stop in Purcell. We did a little bit of Google searching. We mm. found a restaurant. It was a it was a fun weekend, but we did find a restaurant. And as soon as Amber started reading me the details, I was like, "Well, I guess my diet's out of the out the window." Oh yeah, for sure. But let's let's stop right there. Let's give some credit to where credits due. Thirty years ago. The wife of the operation wouldn't be allowed to do anything in the passenger seat. Oh, yeah. No, Amber is... No map. Amber's the navigator. Dude, she is... Why don't y'all do that rally? You know, the rally where you... She navigates and you drive blindly through the dust. You guys... We're a good team. You're a good team. Man, I don't know if... I'll, I'll give it up to you. You're a good partner. But, brother, she might She might have an edge. Oh, no. She's way better than me. She's because way, a, but, she's, but I think I know why. She's a pickier eater. As much as she's trying to find you a place to talk about, she's trying to think of a place that she'll she'll eat at. Yeah, she has her criteria are much higher than yours and I. Yes, are <laughs> uh, yours and mine. Like they, she she has <laughs> like there can't be can't mis- be a bone col- in it. There can't be miscolored tiles on the ceiling. Mm-mm. Like she's got a long list. Of things that that have to uh, of boxes that have to be checked for her to go all in. We've drove thirty minutes to eat a piece of meat for her to watch. Oh yeah, because there was a little bit of dust on the the banister. Oh yeah. So continue. So speaking of going all in, though, yeah, we found the all in diner in Purcell, Oklahoma. That's perfect for you, eh? You're a gambler. I'm a poker player. You're a po- okay. Sorry, that's a game of skill. It's not a gamble, right? There's a science involved. There is. So it worked. The universe. I kind of feel like you know we've our our show. Let's be realistic. Our show, this show, and our previous incarnation survived on signs from the universe. Yes. I Ching. Things like the, the tea leaves. And here we are. Absolutely. We're so all in. We're in Purcell, Oklahoma. It's on the way to Ardmore, one of the routes that we take. Mm-hmm. We, like, we haven't done a whole lot of exploring in Purcell. Let's find a good place to eat. And we found a couple of candidates, and we decided to go with the All-In Diner. Mm-hmm. Dude, we pull up, and it from from the street looks like a yellow house on the corner. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at it. I'm like, that, that's a house. It's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside because it stretches back a little bit off the street. It's a little deceptive. But it's still not big. It's not huge. It probably seats 25 total. Yeah. As soon as we get there, we run into an old guy out on in the uh, parking lot. He's uh, smoking a cigar. And he said, uh, y'all been here before? 
We're like, is this guy the greeter? What the hell's going on? He's wearing like an old Vietnam vets hat. Well, he could tell you hadn't been here before. And I was, we were like, no. And he's like, ah, dang. I hope it's good. Oh, he hadn't been. Oh. So we go in and we sit down and Jeannie comes out and helps us. That's the perfect waitress name. Dude, I'm telling you. She was the nicest person you have ever met. Right. Like super sweet from the word go. She's spinning a hundred plates and smiled the whole time. My tea was full the whole time. She's working. Dude, I'm telling you. Was she the only one? No, there were a couple other girls working. Because I was looking at the place thinking, is there room for any more than a cook and a waitress? No, I think there was one girl that was also waiting tables, and then there was a girl working the counter. The only thing missing is, is a waitress named Flo and a cook named Mel, honestly. Dude, I'm telling you. It feels like that. So, it's breakfast time, or close to. Right. And uh, I decided instantaneously, as soon as I smelled the food, like, all bets are off. We're going all in at yeah. the all-in diner. I mean, you got it. So Amber orders a ham and cheese omelet. Maybe a safe bet. It, it sounds a little, yeah, that's the the pumpkin spice of omelets, really. Yeah, but you can tell a lot the way, oh, yeah, the way it's put a together. Ham and, a ham and cheese omelet comes. Yeah. So she orders a ham and cheese omelet. And it comes with toast and hash brown it comes with toast and hash browns and dude does it come with a home fry option or is hash browns probably she ordered hash browns she likes hash browns okay so she orders that i asked Jeannie. i was like what's what's the thing that yeah. people love and she was like <laughs> you're, you're, don't do it she was like sweetie Everybody loves everything in here. Oh, and I was like, oh, crap. That is a, I mean, but that's, when you say that, yeah, that is she the. She set the bar super high. Well, and when, that's the equivalent of, well, our world famous, that's, you're saying everything is world famous. Yeah, boy. So I, I looked at her and I smiled and I was about to go, I was about to just order the biscuits and gravy. I was like, it's a good test. It sounds good right now. And she she said, but everybody loves the chicken fried steak. Oh, and see that? And you've already, where she went here, yeah. then she took it, everybody loves it. Yes. And I was like, okay. And I looked at the chicken fried steak, and guess what? Chicken fried steak comes with biscuits and gravy. Oh, my God. They're trying to kill you. And I was like, done, sold. Give me that. So everything that you've been working for. Oh, gone. Out the window. Up. It's yes. done. Yeah. Done. For sure. And that came with toast. <laughs> it came with toast? <laughs> yes. And Cajun fries. Jeez. So, and two eggs. And I can't, it, that's one of those things where you could go, can I substitute that for steamed vegetables? And they'd probably tell you to leave. I mean, they would probably ask you to say. Maybe. Or they'd pour gravy on your steamed vegetable. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so the food comes out. You know, you you just said it. Amber's yeah. super picky. Amber won't Love her eat. To death. Amber will not eat chicken fried steak. Will not hmm. refuses to eat chicken fried steak. It's What's gross. the reasoning? It's gross. I don't know if it's a texture thing or whatever. Well, welcome so to Oklahoma. Dig, she's digging into her omelet and just nothing but good things to say about her omelet. I know how much you hate this, but you absolutely have to try this. So I took the chicken fried steak. I took the gravy. I took a little bit of the biscuit. 
and one of the one of the Cajun fries put it all on one fork and gave it to her and she said, "Damn, I would order chicken fried steak." Jeez. Yes. Me. So, they converted Amber, the pickiest eater on the planet, yeah, to eating chicken fried steak. And that's the thing, once you have it in in your mind how it's supposed to taste, you almost you either never order anywhere else or you're going to get it and be disappointed somewhere. Every else. time. Every single time. Yeah. You set a bar. Yeah. And they set the bar high. Jeannie sounds like she like she chiseled the bar. Dude, sweetest woman ever. I don't know how she did. I was tired watching her. Wow. She was hauling ass the whole time. Smiles, refills the whole time. The food was great. Everything, every single thing I ate was delicious. And I'm not just saying that. I'm not saying, you know, I wasn't starving when I went in or anything yeah, yeah. like that. I specifically took it apart. You know the way I do. The way I have to go mm-hmm. in and go, okay, the burger tastes good, but, but you got to peel a piece of the burger off and eat the burger alone to see if the beef tastes good. And you gotta, you got to dig into the bread right. by itself to make sure the bread tastes good. I did that with every single component. There, none of their food comes from Cisco. I promise you. Wow, we... This was all homemade, fresh, delicious. So we finish. Amber's going to the bathroom. I'm getting the ticket. I'm getting the ticket, air quotes. <laughs> You're right. And they have a sign on the huh. on the wall that's handwritten in chalk. Does with it every time. All of their desserts of the day. And I was like, Jeannie, do you have... She's like, no, honey, we sold out on that one. And I said, what about this pecan one? And she was like, nope, that one sold out too. And I said, okay, well, give me the peanut butter pie. Just one slice, two forks. She comes up, She comes back before Amber makes it back from the bathroom. Pie sitting there. <laughs> and Amber's like, geez, dude, I'm stuffed. This pie I'm, it was so rich. I mean, like, I looked at the instantaneously, picture. Instantaneously, like your ears your jaw, felt like they're going to pop. Your freaking jaw locks up. Oh, like. yeah. But we finished that entire piece of pie after breakfast, after we cleaned our plates with breakfast. Mm. Dude, it was amazing. But again, goes to show you, like doing things by hand, making things fresh makes all the difference in the world. When you run out of pie, when you run, when you have a restaurant that runs out of food, that says something. It does. It's, it, and there's something about, you know, I've had, again, we talk about, we talked about pie in the last episode. I've driven 30 minutes to have that world famous. Oh yeah. Coconut pie. We went to a place that's no longer there and they had pie on the menu. In Paul's Valley, uh huh. No, uh-uh. it's rare. Yeah, and if you're if you you Jeannie needs a raise because she's out here, she's selling it, dude. I promise you, Jeannie makes bank. Yeah, she's like yeah. Jeannie's probably got to have security guards walk her to her car at the end of the day because there. I don't know anybody in that place that wasn't having a good time. Yeah. and enjoying their food, and that means mega tips. I'm telling you, she's she's got it under control. Comfort food, there's no replacement for comfort food. When you're eating for, you know, let's be realistic. When you're eating for your life, it doesn't taste near as good as when you're eating to die. I oh, yeah, no. <laughs> comfort food's where it's at. And homemade pie, give me. Sign me up for it. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, it was... it was. But get there early for the chocolate pie, apparently. Yeah, apparently you've got to be there before the breakfast rush to get the, the chocolate pie or the pecan turtle or whatever the whatever it was i like to try their breakfast did you drink any of their coffee 
You had good coffee? I did not drink coffee. I was already coffeeed out. Uh, I had tea. Had tea. I had unsweetened iced tea, which was great. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I can't say anything about the coffee. Yeah, but anyway, they have the hours of a business that knows that they're essential to the community. From this time to this time. They're open Tuesday through Saturday, 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. That's it. Again. We just need to start doing the freaking the Till 2 show and just talk about restaurants that are open until 2. Find me a restaurant that's that's open 24 hours. And that's And that's the thing, too. Think about a restaurant that's open 24 hours. You're always going to say, well, the, the pancakes were better at 9 a.m. than they were at 3 a.m. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just, that's the sweet spot. 6 to 2, another home run. Yeah. Another 2 o'clock, 6 to, six to 2. Absolutely. Um, but if you want more information on the All In Diner in Purcell, Oklahoma, check them out on Facebook, All In Diner. Well, coming up after the break, Kevin Stitt talks Lincoln. I'm Raven Rollins, and this is my Southern True Crime podcast where I discuss cases from my former hometown. Ada, Oklahoma paints itself as an average community, but its history of murder and corruption runs deeper than any story has ever told. You'll hear plenty of special guests, including authors and experts in their fields, who visit with me on each episode, as well as other cases in the southern states. With notorious and unknown cases alike, every victim sees the light on my show. This is Sirens, a true crime podcast. So this uh, new story out of the Daily Oklahoman Mm -hmm. from Dale Denwalt, Kevin Stitt invokes Lincoln during second inaugural speech. I like the name Dale. Dale Denwalt. Sounds like a character from Andy Griffith. Sounds like a nice guy. (laughs) (laughs) He sounds like he sells auto parts. (laughs) Yeah, or sells, come down to Dale Denwalt Chevrolet. (laughs) Or he sells Chevys. But yes, please continue. The story goes, as he begins his second term, second and final term in office, Governor Kevin Stitt called on his fellow Oklahomans to work together and avoid political games that sow division in state government. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a political person. I'm not a pollster. I'm none of those people. I know a lot of people that are not huge fans of Kevin Stitt. I know. I, they would have much rather have had Joy Hoffmeister. But I'm one of those guys that's like, look, you might as well just let him finish the job and see what happens. So, I'm not, I try to stay out of politics. The only politician that is welcome on the Only and OK show is the president from Independence Day. Lieutenant Governor <laughs> Matt Pinnell. That's it. Because he is all about travel and tourism he, in the state of Oklahoma. He is our guy. And love him, love him to death. Uh, Kevin Stitt seems like a perfectly nice guy. There, there are some points from the story though that I thought were interesting. Okay. He said, reiterated his longtime campaign pledge of making Oklahoma a top 10 state, which I think Matt Pinnell's helping tremendously. I do, too. I think travel, tourism, and movie industry and all has kind of bolstered Oklahoma's position and not just being top 10 of the fattest states in the country, but actually a state to be kind of to be put on the watch list. I, I agree with that 100%. One of the things that caught my eye, though, he said uh, in a statement of his priorities, Stitt told the audience gathered outside of the state capitol building that together we will protect our way of life in Oklahoma. I want to know if you Mm. can define the Oklahoma way of life. It's got to have something to do with agriculture. Uh, Maybe. I mean, that's a big part of Oklahoma is agriculture, is it not? It it is. I mean, oil. Yeah. 
I would say travel and tourism is it's climbing, kinda, it's climbing, climbing the list. Yeah, it's up there too. It's in the it's in the satchel. Yeah, but according to Stitt, uh, <clears throat> farmers' rights to work on land and raise their li- livestock is important. There you go. Protecting religious liberties, uh, everyone's right to worship freely. I get that. You know, I, th- I think there's a lot of turmoil when it comes to these hot button issues uh-huh. around the world, and you know, I. Like I said, I, I try to keep... I, I personally don't like politics in our show, but I do think that some of the points that he brings yeah. to... that he brought to his inaugural address are well, are important for our show. Well, and he he also kind of talks about really kind of having a laissez-faire approach to Oklahoma education for our kids and, and having less government involvement with education, which I'm... Well, I... I can see that. No, I agree. But I think more importantly, my my idea on this is the things that Stitt says in his in his speech yeah. or said in his speech are things that actually make Oklahoma different than other places. Yeah. The the fact that a huge percentage of the population work in agriculture in yeah. one form or another. Energy, People that are yeah. close to the earth mm-hmm. and that have a more traditional viewpoint. Yeah, no, I can. Uh, there, yeah. we tend to be a happier group and more welcoming, and so I, I feel like that is something that is uniquely Oklahoman. I mean, would you rather have Ron DeSantis as as, as your governor? <laughs> Honestly, uh, I mean, no. Again, like I said, I'm not. I'm not saying that I agree with him or disagree with him politically. No, but I mean, if you think about there, two polar extremes, to a degree. Yeah, I mean. I, I, they're both Republicans, right. so they're not that well, yeah, that different. And but again, I think it's important to note that since Stitt has taken office, the Oklahoma budget has grown by nearly four billion dollars. A big part of that is travel and tourism. Yeah, and I think it's you know again, it's not a hundred percent him or a hundred percent anybody else, but the fact that the fact that we have grown our budget and our rainy day funds to such a degree during all this economic turmoil, especially since Oklahoma has traditionally had a huge, a huge tie to oil and gas, which is up and down and crazy during times like this. It's a real testament to what we have done as a state to diversify our industries. Right. We're not just solely relying on energy or we're not solely relying on agriculture. We've been able to maintain small business and still keep things going without and the travel yeah. and tourism industry yeah. hasn't has you know we got hit for a little bit there where it took a dive overall travel and tourism has remained high we brought in the film industry yep. and i think we've been bringing a lot of businesses a lot of industry to oklahoma over the last few years and i'm again i'm not saying that it's stit I don't think Stick gets 100% of the, no. the credit or anything, but his points, the points that he brought up in his speech, yeah. I think are admirable for the state. I, and maybe getting in, one of the things that I've complained about, about having Trump in office and having Stitt in office is they're not politicians, they're businessmen. Well, I mean, I think you could, if you put the truth serum in most people, you can, in just about anyone, they'll admit that. It hasn't been a bad experiment. We have seen some some increase in infrastructure. I would say that there are probably again without without getting too political. I think that there is probably 
some financial progress mm-hmm. made when politicians aren't running things, but business people are. Right. And now, you don't can get me that, wrong. That can go either all, way. That yeah, can yeah, go yeah. bad. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, but I think there are some benefits there, and it's probably something that needs to be looked at from a high level. Right. Not a couple of guys. Not a couple of travel and tourism podcasters. That just told you where the best chicken fried steak is. The moral of the story is, you're doing fine, Oklahoma. And if you think that we're doing fine, or if you think we just dove way off the cliff with all our political talk, let us know. Find us on Facebook or any other social media. Uh, And and also, real quick, do the all-in diner a favor. Go buy all the pie and tell Jeannie that we said hi. This has been the Only in OK Show. I'm Brett. And I'm Harley. And we're out of here. Peace. Since we've been here, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. I mean, it feels like it's been forever, but it's only been a couple weeks. Yes, but two weeks is too long, isn't it? It really is. We should get together more often. But you're so busy now with your little humans. I know, it takes up a lot of my time, but since you live in my head, you're basically there too. Um, You know, you help me do my daily chores and my things like that. Yes, but we really get to speak to one another. I know. I know. It's tough. You know, it, when I'm going number two, um, and sometimes when I have a little bit of a long time, we get to talk like that. You miss me? I would never say that I miss anyone. <sighs> Calm down. No judgment. I miss you too. Really? Yes. I do miss you. How much? Uh, quite a bit. I'm from one to five. Since you're Mr. One to five and one to ten. I have three point five. I'm a part of you, and you only miss me three and a half out of five. I don't want to go all the way five. Well, you could go six. Minimum of six. I know I could go six, but it's three and a half. You don't miss me at all. I do. I lie. I miss you like a ten. Really? A ten? Oh. <laughs> I really don't know where to go from here. Well, I just, um, I'll leave you alone with that since I'm a ten. <laughs> yes. Yes. Super charming. It's in a house. There's food that you can have from the hours of 6 a.m. to 2. If you want food on Sunday, then you can't have none. Other than that, it's pretty good. That'd be funny if that's how he did it. So, if you're going to go get something to eat on a Sunday, you're probably going to have to eat somewhere else. Are they closed? I don't know. You just can't get no food there on Sunday. Then they're closed. Uh, yeah, go. Come on. Don't be in pain. I need you to freaking, uh, you know, I need you to snap out of it, man. I need you to get back with it, brother. I need more than one of us talking about the Holy Ghost of Toast, man. You know what I mean? The Holy Ghost of Toast. And by that, I mean the All-In Cafe. Welcome to the show. I know. Which is perfect for you. You gambled.
You went all in. Another one, but just you know what I mean. It's like send me another. You listen to a lot of podcasts because you not that you have a lot of time in your hands, but you and I work in a similar workspace where it's a lot of this. So I've started cramming uh, discography from bands. I'm like, okay, and I'm taking bands where I thought I knew their music. You know, you hear the the radio's done a good job of like. Making us show up for the hits. Is that you or me? That was me. Oh. Um, but you don't think about any of their other music, really, unless you're a, a super fan. Right. So anyway, I've done Led Zeppelin. I've done Black Sabbath. I've done Queen. I'm working on Rush right now. So far, Rush is the greatest rock and roll band ever. Every album up to this point has been consistently good. Even the ones without... The radio hits on Dude, hands down, right now, I feel like I should enroll in an Ivy League school. I mean, you know what I mean? I feel like your IQ goes up. Or if you tell people you like Rush, you have to give them a dissertation as to why. And you have to name songs that nobody knows. Okay. I'm just saying, I think Rush, right now, may be one of my top rock and roll bands of all time. Rush is badass. They're bad to the bone, man. It's nerd rock. And listening to their music, now I see why 90% of the crowd that we went to the show in Tulsa was dudes. It's straight up nerd rock. Yeah. Because a lot of it's storytelling and it's like there's a, a theme or, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. science fiction. It's, it's you know, it's all, it's, it's so freaking good. Blame it on the rain. Yeah, yeah. Blame it on the stars. They shine at night. Water in the ladle from the sink and drink it out of the faucet. Why? Don't know. But I started thinking about the other day. I'm like, I know we were kind of poor, but <laughs> but we had a drinking spoon. I always had one. And it moved. I remember it being at the apartments I was at when I was a kid. And it moved to the house. That I grew up in. Yeah. Just a ladle. You just put water in. in I'm t- I, there's certain things that don't taste the same. I, is there something about a mason jar that makes everything taste different? It's like that. With a ladle, when you drink water out of a ladle, there's, it just hits differently. I don't know why. It's like drinking water out of a hose. Can you imagine kids trying to do that now? Oh, my God, dude. Like... If you had kids drinking water out of a hose, somebody would call Child Protective Services. Oh, yeah. yeah. And if I would love to see them drink water out of a hose and never have done it before I mean, during the summer and get burnt right away. Or you, the just the rubber flavor. Oh, yeah. Because you got to let it. That's the thing. You turn it on. Yeah. And you got to let it a little bit. And yeah. then the water gets cold. Do you ever drink? I know you drink well water. Oh, yeah. In, is there a better water, honestly? Nice. Cold water straight from the well. I don't know, dude. I've had some water from some mountain streams <laughs> that were pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason why they make cures with it. Hell, I've had water from an Oklahoma stream that. Did we purify water from the freaking beer laden Tahlequah River that tasted better than some True. Ta- some tap and that water was cold. Cold water. But I do remember putting that water in there and be like, Watching it kind of, it's like watching a morphine drip, like, come on, <laughs> yeah. freaking die of thirst. All right, three, two, one. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing the all-in diner in Purcell, and a little bit later, 
Oklahoma. Oh no, no. I'm gonna. I'm switching that just a little bit. <clears throat> Three, two, one. 